You're listening to the Tells of Leadership podcast. This podcast is for leaders at any phase on their leadership journey to become a more purposeful and accountable leader, what I like to call a pal. Join me on our journey together towards transformational leadership. Welcome to Tales of Leadership. This is episode four. I am your host, Josh McMillian, CEO of McMillian Leadership Coaching, an active duty Army officer with over 15 years of leadership experience and on a mission to create more purposeful and accountable leaders. My vision is to impact 1 million lives in the next 10 years by adding value to leaders, regardless of position or title. In today's episode, we are going to be going over the remainder of the top 10 examples of defining a purposeful, accountable leader. This is part two of a two-part series of clearly defining what a purposeful, accountable leader is. Again, this term and some of the concepts that I'm presenting in this series are going to be routine terminology that I'm going to continuously use throughout our journey together towards transformational leadership. And I want to make sure that I lay the groundwork foundation of defining those terminologies for you so you absolutely get the most out of every single episode. Let's go ahead and begin. The first example of what I want to provide is just a quote. Purposeful, accountable leaders consistently choose what is right regardless of who is watching. The best way of thinking about this is when I learned to drive a car, my dad left me this quote and it has stuck with me up to this point. Son, when you get in a car, do you put your seatbelt on? Now, would you do that same thing with your grandmother in the car? That has stuck with me to this point and essentially boils down to this. As a leader, you do the right thing regardless of who is watching. And I promise you, there are people on your team watching. So the first thing that I want to go over is caring personally. Purposeful, accountable leaders care personally about their family, team, and organization. A universal fact about leadership is relationships matter. You must understand to build a strong team, you have to be authentic and care personally about individuals. A common misconception of leadership, especially in the realm that I am as an infantry officer, is relationships, being emotionally connected, caring personally for others is seen as a weakness. However, I am here to tell you Emotions are the glue that establishes long-lasting relationships. There are two ways to build relationships. First, you go through crucible events. Those are challenging experiences, moments in time that test who you are. In those moments, you have to come together as a team to push through those challenging events. And the second way is through repetition, doing an action continuously over time or frequency. When I was in basic training, I had a drill sergeant tell me, Private McMillian, you're going to learn today. You're either going to learn through pain or repetition, which is essentially frequency. And to care personally, to build authentic relationships with individuals and build in a cohesive team, you either do that through crucible events that force you to come together or through frequency by repeating behaviors over and over again. Purposeful, accountable leaders do not shy away from emotions, but rather they embrace them to become a stronger team that stands the test of time. When you have a strong relationship with your organization, 
it will weather any challenge. Number two, my personal favorite, being a sledgehammer. Purposeful, accountable leaders are sledgehammers, but what does that even mean? A sledgehammer is a blunt force of change that will destroy obstacles and become unstoppable once they have developed momentum. A sledgehammer can rust, it can chip, but it still achieves its primary mission to demolish obstacles. As a leader, you have a critical responsibility to remove your team's barriers only you can affect. Think of it like this. Your team is operating in the tactical level on the ground. You're operating from an aerial perspective. You're looking at the whole battlefield from the top of the high ground. There are certain obstacles that your team is not going to be able to overcome. An obstacle has four basic effects. It can block, turn, fix, or disrupt. Your job as a leader is to realize when that obstacle cannot be overcome by your team and then step in with a sledgehammer mindset and destroy that obstacle. But the most important thing about having a sledgehammer mentality is to ensure you hold your team accountable and prevent that obstacle from ever forming again. Purposeful, accountable leaders develop a system that prevents those walls from ever being built. Burning desire. Number three, purposeful, accountable leaders clearly understand their purpose and have a burning desire to achieve it. Leadership is not easy. Leadership's messy. Leadership's chaotic, regardless of the profession. To be a purposeful, accountable leader, to be a pal, you have to love your job. Unless you love your job, you're not going to have a burning desire to actively perform your job. Leaders know when they discover their purpose because they need to take action versus wanting to take action. So let's define clearly what a burning desire is. The best way to define it that I can for you guys is through the lens of the military. A common military operation that we all go through is air assault missions. An air assault mission is where you get on a helicopter and it takes you to a point and it drops you off and it leaves you and it's just you and your team. So think of it like this. You are dropped off with your team in a hostile environment with no external support. You've went through the training. You know what you need to do. Now it's time to execute. You do final checks. Your final checks get complete. And before you step off, you tell your team the time has come. The moment that we have waited for, bled for, and swept for is here. Success is our only option because losing means death. You step off, the birds fly away, and it's just you and your team to perform. No one else, no one's going to come save you. No one's going to come rescue you. That is the true definition of a burning desire. Purposeful, accountable leaders, pals, refuse to fail. Number four, understand your strengths. Purposeful, accountable leaders, pals, understand their strengths and avoid their weaknesses. To be an effective leader, you have to understand your unique strengths. What do you possess that give you an unfair advantage over others? Leaders must also understand their weaknesses. Think of it like this, as an Olympic athlete. What separates an Olympic athlete 
from other Olympic athletes. Small margins. When you get to the pinnacle of your career field and success is a very narrow gap, you should focus on your weaknesses. But until then, you should focus on your strengths because that allows for the most exponential growth. Starting off, what makes an Olympic athlete an Olympic athlete is fostering those strengths and those talents early in their careers until they get to a point where they have mastered those talents and then they start focusing on their weaknesses. But as a leader, you need to clearly understand your strengths, work to master your strengths, and then align your team's strengths to cover your weaknesses. And what you're trying to avoid is dead space. Dead space is a military term that means a environment that is unmaneuverable. It's almost impossible to penetrate. It's something that you can't see. It's something that is too thick. It's a valley, whatever. But think of it as a blind spot. As a leader, we all have dead space or blind spots uh, that prevent us from seeing. It's invisible. But when we align our team's strengths to cover our weaknesses, it prevents us from having dead space because that dead space from other people's perspective is obvious. What is invisible to us is obvious to others. A pal understands their strengths and works to master them while leveraging their team strengths to cover their weaknesses. Number five, being humble and grateful. Pals are humble in victory and grateful in loss. These are two key characteristics and values that you have to have as a leader. Humility is a quality that is forged in failure. When you unequivocally fail, you learn how to be humble. And I promise you that if you have yet to live that lesson, it will come. Mike Tyson says everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. The enemy gets a vote. However you want to say it, Murphy is going to strike. And when it does, it's going to teach you how to be humble. Pals also understand that you never truly lose until you make the cognitive choice to stop trying. As long as you don't stop, you never fail. If you see the people that are on top of the summit or the pinnacle in their chosen career fields, they have failed countless times along the journey. But what separates extraordinary from ordinary is their ability to take the step forward versus a step back when they fail. When they fail, they take a step forward and they carry those lessons forward with them. Leaders are also grateful for loss because of the opportunity it provides. When you lose, you learn two things, experience and experience brings wisdom. The most important thing that I can tell you here with being humble and being grateful is do not be afraid to lose. Fail often, but fail small. When you fail often and fail small, it's easy to overcome. But when you fail big, it's harder to overcome and take a step forward. Be humble in victory and be grateful in loss. Let's take a quick break from this episode. I want to personally invite you to my private Facebook group that I built called Purposeful Accountable Leaders. Let me ask you some questions. Do you want to become the leader your team deserves? Do you feel overwhelmed or unsure of your leadership abilities? And are you leading in a mental fog? 
If you are a leader at any level, join our purposeful, accountable leaders community. My mission is to create a community that allows leaders to ask questions, celebrate wins, and share lessons learned. The link for the group will be in the show notes. Finally, if you like what you're hearing so far, leave a comment, leave a review, and make sure you subscribe and share this podcast with someone who's just starting off on their leadership journey. Thank you. Back to the podcast. All right, so let's go ahead and do a quick review of the top five examples that we've went over so far. We talked about caring personally, being a sledgehammer, having a burning desire, understanding your strengths, and being humble and grateful. Number six is inspiring others. As a leader, leadership is to inspire, and you have to be able to inspire others around you. If you want to get people to work together towards a common goal, you must ignite a fire inside of your team. And the best way to do that is to lead with your core values. An organization will adopt the leader's traits in states, meaning what you bring to work will grow like a cancer in your organization, either for the good or for the bad. Now, here's a couple examples of what not to do as a leader. You should never come into work in a bad mood. You should never show up late to a meeting, especially a meeting that you are holding. And an example here is if you show up late to a meeting that you are running, you have just signaled that that meeting is no longer important to show up on time. And I guarantee you, your team members will start showing up late to that. Never push off routine meetings because they are inconvenient, because that will be replicated in your organization. And then finally, do not dump tasks without guidance. Now, part of being a leader is delegating authority. However, to delegate authority, you're doing it from the sole reason of aligning individual strengths to stretch their capabilities so they continue to grow as a leader. There are certain tasks that you must own as a leader and cannot delegate. Do not delegate a task simply because you do not want to do it. POWs rely on their deeds and align their deeds with words to inspire their organization. Number seven, never assume. Purposeful, accountable leaders do not operate off of assumptions. I have learned this countless times throughout my military career of assuming that my team or individuals are on the right track. Part of being a leader is verifying that your team clearly understands the intent and several ways to do this is number one through back briefs. Whenever I did a mission planning exercise in the military, I always had to do a back brief to my commanding officer and it validates that I clearly understood what are the key takeaways or the information requirements that were given to me. Second way is to supervise. And there's a fine line between micromanaging and supervising. As a leader, you have to practice mission command. We talked about that. You are not micromanaging. And the best way to do this is to create periodic touch points. So you're not constantly checking in with your team to get status updates. If you rely on assumptions, you will be disappointed. I promise you. And that will lead to toxic transitional leadership practices that will set the foundation of your leadership style into the future. And that's what I am trying to prevent. Purposeful, accountable leaders give clear guidance. 
they verify that the information has been understood and validate the team is on the right track by ensuring success. Number eight, follow me. Literally the definition of an infantryman, follow me. If you go to Fort Benning, Georgia at the National Infantry Museum, you'll see that in big, bold letters on front of a statue. Purposeful, accountable leaders never ask others to do things that they themselves would not do. There is a perfect cartoon description of this. It shows a boss and it shows a leader. The boss is on top of a gigantic rock and they are whipping their team to push it up the mountain. And then there is the leader. The leader is behind their team or beside their team, actively pushing that rock up. As a rule of thumb, a leader must possess is to never ask your team to do something that you yourself cannot do. When I was a infantry platoon leader in Afghanistan, I would always go on combat operations and I would never ask my team to do something that I would not do. Second is physical training. Across our nation and the world from 0630 to 08 every morning, there is a thing called physical training exercise. When I was in command, I would run a physical training exercise of over 200 soldiers. And when I did it, I would never ask my soldiers to do things that I could not do. If I asked them to do rope climbs in body armor, I needed to make sure I had to do rope climbs in body armor. Now, I didn't need to be the best, but I went into the mentality that, hey, you're going to have to beat me. I may not be the best, but I'm not going to be a pushover. And as a leader, you have to set that example. Now, there's a balance here to strike of you are not trying to be in front to get the limelight. You need to understand the moments in those big moments where it's literally life or death. That is when you should be in front of your organization and be the face of your organization. But in all other times, you should be standing Shona Bashona. That's a posture shoulder to shoulder with your team or behind your team to let them be in front and get the spotlight. Purposeful, accountable leaders lead from the front, not for glory, but to demonstrate they are team members, part of the team, and not a position to be feared. Number nine, leading with windows. Purposeful, accountable leaders lead with windows. What does that even mean? Leading with windows is about being transparent in your actions as a leader. Leaders must share information, be approachable, and not have hidden agendas. When you allow information to flow freely, it creates transparency on the organization and allows for rapid decision-making at the lowest level. When you are approachable, you begin to build relationships. And remember, relationships are one of the key critical elements to building a cohesive team. And then finally, never have a hidden agenda. And I'll ask you this question. If you have an agenda and you haven't shared it with your team, why are you not sharing it with your team? Bad news does not get better with time. Trust me, I have learned that the hard way. Never have a hidden agenda. The easiest way to erode relationships and build distrust is to conceal information from your team. And then the final example of our 21 examples of being a purposeful, accountable leader is giving 100%. And this also goes to the rule of 100%, which will be a later podcast episode. 
Purposeful, accountable leaders give 100% daily to themselves, to their team, and to their family. The rule of 100% in leadership means that you cannot make up effort from the previous day. Think of it like this. We only can achieve 100% effort in a day. It's physically and mathematically impossible to give more than 100%. If you only give 70% today, thinking that you can do the following 30% on top of the 100% of the demands of the next day, that is not only unsustainable, it will lead to burnout. If you're operating off of this pattern, you're creating stress in yourself to perform and will lead to leadership burnout. Do your best every day and demand your team's best every day. Maybe today, 100% does not look like tomorrow's 100%, but you give your best effort because if you don't complete the task today, those tasks are going to be competing with the tasks of tomorrow. And that taps into the rule of compounding of where those tasks begin to build upon each other. And then eventually, You lose momentum because you're trying to deal with all the tasks that have compiled upon each other. Purposeful, accountable leaders give 100% every day. All right, it's time for our after action review or hot wash for this two-part episode of defining what a purposeful, accountable leader is. Let's go quickly over what are the 21 examples of a purposeful, accountable leader. That purposeful accountable leaders lead with purpose, routine, accountability, and discipline. They set the standard. They practice constructive candor. They accept the whole person. They have disciplined disobedience. They add value. They have mental clarity. They practice mission command. They are visionaries and they operate from an aerial perspective. They care personally. They are sledgehammers for their team and their organization. They have a burning desire. They understand their strengths. They are humble and grateful. They inspire others. They never assume. And they have a follow me mindset. And they lead with windows. And finally, they give 100%. So what are the top three takeaways from today's episode? First is I want to impart on you giving 100%. This is one of the most critical examples out of all the 21 that I've provided. You have to understand that each day is your opportunity to give a hundred percent. If you have the mindset that you can push off work until the next day, you are only going to create burnout and it's unsustainable. And that unsustainability is going to cause you to be a poor leader because you're not going to be able to connect authentically with your team. Number two, never assume your team is on the right path. If your team messes up and you get an unexpected result, it's not their fault. It's your fault for not following up and supervising them along the path. Remember, leadership is a journey. Your job is to guide your team on the path. And then finally, you have to understand when to apply a sledgehammer mentality. The most important thing with this is not always coming in 
and rescuing your team when they fail. You need to know when to step in and rescue your team, but hold your team accountable and allow them to set up systems so those obstacles do not form again. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Again, if you like what you're hearing, please leave a comment, subscribe, leave a review, and share this podcast with someone who is just starting off on their leadership journey. Until next time, I'm your host, Josh McMillian, saying every day is a gift. Do not waste yours. Until next time.